This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D I E T Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. Matthew, has your relationship with breakfast felt a little blah lately? Yeah, I was talking to my therapist about it. It's just <laughs> too much to face on a weekday morning. Well, Matthew, maybe you should head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. Oh, you mean that hot, fluffy scramble that's ready in less than two minutes? Yes, I do. You just add a fresh egg over the chopped veggies, shredded cheese, hearty meat, and potatoes, and then you stir it, microwave it, and reignite your love for breakfast. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are doing something that we almost never do. I can't wait to see what happens. cooking something delicious, eating it all, and you can't have any. Yeah, no. We have a guest on the show today. We have the amazing and multi-talented Julia Tertian. Thank you. That's very kind. (laughs) (laughs) Who, uh, Who happens to be here in Seattle because she has a new book out called Now and Again. Of course, is also the author of Small Victories and Feed the Resistance, the person behind the incredible website, Equity at the Table. What else? Am I forgetting anything? I feel like you hit the, the big ones. Okay. No, that's awesome. great. Thank you. Yeah. And I got to say, I love this new book. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And yeah. I love it too. Am I allowed to say that? I think that so. you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. As, as writers, like it's uh, it's the most natural thing to be the worst critics, like self-deprecating. Right? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's part of the job description. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm glad you said something nice about my book. I mean, I know it sucks. But... <laughs> On that happy note, now that we've taken that that tour into Matthew's brain. <laughs> Um, oh, come on. Like, you've never felt that way. No, I feel that way every time. I find it, I mean, I, I think I have that, like, normal human, uh, very human response to positive words. Uh, like, I struggle to believe them. Yeah. Anyway, guys, welcome to <laughs> Our therapy, therapy hour. <laughs> exactly. We did this, like, just, like, last week, right? We did. We did. Yeah. We did an episode about meal planning, and things got really mm. real. Yeah. Is it on? I don't think it's not out out yet. It will be by the time people hear this. Are you pro meal planning? Yes, but but we were both, (laughs) um, we were beating ourselves up a lot about how bad we are at Uh. it, considering we are food professionals. Mm -hmm. Well, and I would say that, like, there's no doubt about it, Matthew is an amazing meal planner. 
And, I don't think so. And is, is the primary cook for his family seven mm-hmm. nights a week. That part is true. Anyway. 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 Tune this in for that episode. is about iceberg lettuce. It is. And when we were thinking about what we might want to uh-huh. talk with you about, iceberg was one of the things that came up. And I thought, I feel like this is one of those things. I mean, for one thing, there's a recipe in, in Small Victories mm-hmm. for Gus's, yes. is it Gus's house Gus's salad? Gus's house salad, yes. Um, that uses iceberg lettuce. So I, I knew that you would probably be able to jump on the iceberg bandwagon. A thousand percent. With us. Yes. Yeah. So, I feel like I've been using it more and more over the last last couple of years. Yes. I, th- I think of you as um, <laughs> as a real iceberg man. <laughs> in that, like, like, like Brendan you... Fraser, like I like I thawed you out of, wasn't he like encased in ice? We've talked he about was, him before yes. on the show. And not, and not in the movie Encino Man, but the actual actor Brendan Fraser <laughs> was defrosted. Do you know the movie we're talking about? Yes. Unfortunately, okay. you, you don't see him much in movies anymore because he had to go back into the... Uh, so yeah. Cold. yeah, they just let right. him out to do that one movie. No, when you said you thought of me as an iceberg man, I thought you that like if you accidentally bump into me on the street you'll like slowly sink and disappear yeah yeah okay well that was worth a shot (laughs) okay um so so the first thing we do on the show is um we do a little segment called memory lane Mm -hmm. which i I think probably speaks for itself Mm -hmm. we take a walk down a street together the street is called Mm -hmm. memory lane and we talk about iceberg way off (laughs) of iceberg way yes watch out for the iceberg matthew We talk about our memories of Iceberg. Yes. Mm. So uh, who wants to lead it off? Well, okay. So the thing that came to my mind, like this was definitely uh, one of the lettuces of my youth. And I do remember like eating salads as a kid. And uh, I was never I was never a kid who minded vegetables. But when I think of Iceberg, what specifically comes to mind is the salad that they served at the school lunchroom, mm. um, mm-hmm. like in elementary school, which what it came in a styrofoam bowl. I used to like laugh every time um, that like the, the texture of the salad and the texture of the bowl were pretty similar. Um, because it was so it was like shreds of iceberg and shreds of carrot mm-hmm. and I don't even know if there was tomato. I feel like so the the thing is I was I and was what, terrified of salad dressing at that age. So I eat this salad. Terrified plain. of condiments in general. I was a condiment phobic child. Really? You're Again, still condiment the, phobic. Not as much though. Okay, I, you're still anti mayonnaise. Salad dressing now, unless you're, it's you're mayonnaise. An, you're yeah. an anti mayonnaise person. Good to know. But sometimes, like in the right context, I'm fine with it. But yes, yeah, so I remember like almost every day. I think with school lunch, I would I loved getting hot lunch. I loved mm-hmm. the chili at school, um, and I would always get this little perfunctory salad. And with no dressing. With no dressing. Yeah. Single cherry tomato. Maybe, maybe a single cherry maybe. tomato. Yeah. yeah. It was like an individual sad salad. An individual sad salad. <laughs> an ISS. Mm-hmm. That was what yeah. it was labeled <laughs> on the, the cafeteria bar. Absolutely. Was there, anyway. Was there a they... bar? You know what? So in, in elementary school, we would fill out this order slip at the beginning, like in the morning, and then they would bring our lunch like on a tray to oh, our wow. table. That's really? service. Yes. And wow. then, and then, like when in middle school, then you would then there was a bar. Huh. I went to a weird private school through eighth grade. Wow! So, yeah. uh, wow! I I had to bring my lunch all the way up until high school. I mean, I sometimes brought lunch. Okay. When it wasn't chilly day. When it wasn't chilly. Because that day. was exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday was chilly day. So I I grew up in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. But with parents from, so my dad was originally from Toronto and my mom was from Baltimore. My parents, they both really loved good food. Mm-hmm. But as as with a lot of people who love good food, they ha- they had a bit of a strain of food snob mm. in them. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I grew up hearing scornful things about iceberg. Ah. Yeah, I grew up hearing hearing that iceberg wasn't good. Anyway, the only time I ever encountered it, I think, was like 
out at at like Mexican restaurants mm. oh, where yeah. it would come like shredded on on like uh, you know some sort of a plate that involved refried yes. beans, mm-hmm. and I remember it was always so delicious mm-hmm. and really delicious with like some sort of like mild shredded cheese that was always involved with it, like the crunch yes. and the creaminess and so, taco salad. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That is such a simple phrase for what I'm describing. <laughs> Thank you for giving it worse. I didn't find out what that was until like two years ago. What? When I went to like really? yeah, because I didn't. I think it's a real Southern thing, from what I understand. My wife, like my wife, grew up in Virginia Beach and like grew up with taco salad, and lots of people know what it is. But I didn't know until we went to like a community potluck. I don't, I don't think it's, it's not society. just a southern thing though, because I definitely grew up with it in Portland, yeah. Oregon. I don't know. I just missed it. Yeah. Did the taco salad of, of Grace's youth? Uh-huh. Did it come in like a like a like An a fried tortilla bowl? bowl? I have to ask her, but I know it involved like kind of seasoned ground beef, yes. the shredded cheese, iceberg, and then like um, wh- uh, what's it called, Catalina dressing. What's oh, Catalina? what's that? Like, um, okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who didn't know. <laughs> I got that response too. It's like one of those. Um, what's the company Wishbone or something sure. like that? Yeah. It's like some flavor. They make. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's bet like sugar when and vinegar. Her, and it did come yeah. in an edible bowl. I bet we'll have to have a follow up. Yeah. Anyway, it took me until well into adulthood to understand understand that iceberg is that that even though iceberg has showed up maybe in some places where it didn't make for the most delicious salads uh I, i've come around to really believe in iceberg and to really like using it so me too i hope we're all on the same page with that because otherwise it's going to be a very contentious episode <laughs> oh, our <laughs> listeners are always asking for us to fight more though so oh, that's true okay yeah. Uh, what about your memory lane? Well, I love Iceberg, so yeah, no fight. Um, no, someone asked me, said to me recently, like, oh, do, do you feel like Iceberg is coming back? And I was like, where did it, where never did went it ever anywhere. go? Yeah, I love it. I grew up loving like Iceberg Wedge, kind of blue cheese, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then in Small Victories, I did a recipe for Gus's house salad that you mentioned, which Gus's was this like seafood restaurant near where I grew up. And their, um, their house salad was like chopped iceberg, tomatoes, red onion, and crumbled blue cheese and you could um if you were like a table of you know more than one person everyone could kind of order theirs the same way they'd come mix the whole salad with like oil and like the cheapest vinegar but oh, then like one person can get the blue cheese one person can get it with the onions and stuff and i love the like customization hmm. but to me that was always just like the best salad because it was so crunchy and i love it so i've always been pro iceberg i also really like a lettuce cup mm-hmm like a yes. kind of like Mr. Chow style, like, mm-hmm. you know, minced chicken or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like ice- it as like a vessel. Yeah. Not iceberg just a salad. Iceberg is perfect for that. Ice- yeah. Iceberg or butter lettuce. Mm-hmm. I feel like both mm-hmm. both of those are perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Very I, pro. I feel like it sounds like your, it sounds like your, your upbringing uh, was like a little bit more resistant to like food trends mm. than I think. And I think mine was, I, I, I feel like I have like a lot of iceberg eating to do to, to, make, <laughs> to make up, up. <laughs> for all the years that, that, that it was maligned by me and the people. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how how like we can we can easily fall into this sort of elitist perspective, like you know that that iceberg went out of style and now it's back when like for most people it never went out of yeah. style. Yeah, 
can I can I give you guys some iceberg history? Oh please. Oh, please. Um, so I went down a, a bit of um, uh, wow, uh, like a, a bit ra- of a wow, a bit a bit of a wow. No, I went I, I went down the, the the iceberg rabbit hole yesterday, uh-huh. which is like a, a metaphor that's not working, but, <laughs> but, I, but think... it kind of does. Yeah. I don't know. I can see yeah. rabbits rabbits nibbling on iceberg lettuce with like little crunches. Like so cute. cute. Yeah. So um, so iceberg is is one of many types of crisp head lettuce. I think we can all imagine how crisp head lettuces came to be called crisp head lettuces. I feel like that's an elementary school insult. Crisp head? Yeah. It probably is. I was thinking iceberg man. That could have been like your social media <laughs> handle, but maybe you could just be crisp, crisp head. <laughs> oh. so, um, so iceberg is the most popular type of lettuce mm-hmm. in the U.S. and really has been since it began being commercially produced. Uh, as we all know, it is low in nutritional content, which like people really love to bash it for. But I just want to know who's really eating lettuce for nutrition. I, I just feel like, do, do we like... No, the whole I just, like. I don't guess expect, like a, maybe don't, a kale salad falls yeah, into that, but that's right. a whole other but, thing. Yeah, I just feel like I don't. I don't eat lettuce like expecting, like I'm not yeah. looking for vitamins yeah. in my lettuce. Yeah, no, and this this like goes back to like a particular kind of food writing that I feel like I still bump yeah. into sometimes where it's like, you know, let's let's look at this dish and see like what what superfood powers each ingredient mm. has. And mm-hmm. I hate this. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so so iceberg is really cool in that it grows in a particular way that makes it especially crunchy. Okay. So Helen Rosner of The New Yorker, mm-hmm. formerly of Eater, and, and she's written for lots of great mm-hmm. places. Helen Rosner wrote this great piece in The New Yorker in August of, uh, oh, of this year. We'll read the title, the, oh, the headline. The, t- the title is, It's Time to Admit That Iceberg is a Superior Lettuce. Boom. Yeah. Um, Shots fired. I never thought otherwise. So, so she says... Um, <laughs> Iceberg is distinguished by thick interior leaves that are forced as they grow into fractal labyrinths, <gasps> which fold over and back on themselves until they are a self-supporting mass. Ooh. So anyway, so it makes for this structure that, uh, from what I can understand, like traps water mm-hmm. in these these fractal mm-hmm. labyrinths where David Bowie is hanging yes, out, no doubt, so and like a t- tiny talking worm. <laughs> you know, my greatest hope for my child is that she will someday be a self-supporting mass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the most we can ever hope mm-hmm. for. Yep. Anyway, so iceberg contains a lot of water, and uh, it's trapped in these these fractal labyrinths, and so it's like crunchy, and it's got this wonderful like um, juicy mm-hmm. crunch. Yeah. Um, I feel like the phrase "watery crunch" comes up. I, I feel like I've heard this multiple times in I, reference to iceberg. Yes, it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't. I, I feel. I feel sad for my childhood self. I mean, for many reasons, being a kid is really hard. But uh, so well, you I, weren't yet a self-supporting mass. I wasn't, and it's really hard to learn how to be a self-supporting mass. I haven't gotten there yet. A lot of mistakes to be made along the way. Anyway, I always loved what I called the crunchies mm-hmm. in the salad bowl. So you mm, know, like the the, the ribs the, of the lettuce, the oh, crunchy part. I, I you meant like I think nuts like and seeds. And, yeah. Okay. No, no. I always. I remember when I was you know, eating salad mm-hmm. with my parents, I would always ask them to, you know, when they served me some to serve me just the crunchies, mm. um, the really crunchy parts of the lettuce. And I just think like, oh my gosh, I, I would have been so happy you with a big iceberg, iceberg salad. My father-in-law uh, grew up, his mother was had her own kind of 
stuff around like health and nutrition which is a whole other story, but um, she would give him like a head of iceberg lettuce as like a snack. Like mm-hmm. he would, I don't wow. know if he was like reading or watching a movie or something, but would sit and just peel off leaves and cr- like almost like a crunchy, yeah. any crunchy some pretzels, potato chips. I mean, I'm not equating iceberg with no, a potato no, chip, no. but the sort of crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. would have enjoyed that. I would have you loved liked the, that. The crunchies. I would have loved yeah. that. On the other hand, what if you were, you had to sit next to that person? Yeah. That's true. During a movie. Yeah, it's true. That's it's a good like, point. Never do that on an airplane. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that worse than someone crunching like corn nuts though? Probably not. Not, not in principle. Probably if you, not. I find, I don't know if this is the same experience for you, but if I'm eating something like a corn nut, which is delicious, oh, yeah. um, and if I'm watching something, I have to like turn the volume up so much because I can't hear. Oh, yeah. My own head <laughs> Absolutely. <it's> so loud. <laughs> um, that's <amazing>. it's true. <laughs> um, okay, okay, guys. So yeah. hold on. I have more information oh, okay. about iceberg lettuce because I know if there's one thing this show is known for, it's information. Well, that's right. Tip of the iceberg, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Here we go. Let's scale down the iceberg. So iceberg. <laughs> Was that an expression? <laughs> Let's scale no. down the iceberg. <laughs> Heard it here well, first. guys, I'm like, I'm, I'm inserting my pickaxe and I'm walking oh, my okay. way backwards oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. down it. Uh, All right, so. Repelling? Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe? Oh, my God. I don't yes. know anything about that. Watch yes. out for crevasses. Let me let me put on my harness. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't forget your, don't forget your carabiner. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. I'm now out of any, any knowledge related to ice climbing is that what that's called i don't know okay crisp head lettuce was introduced for commercial production in the late 1940s and most lettuce then was grown in california as it still is today i think so yeah anyway so crisp head was the only variety that could survive being shipped across country in in train cars which was the way things were shipped back then that makes a lot of sense and the name iceberg comes from piles of ice they'd pack it in before there were refrigerated train cars oh now that said after I typed that phrase into our agenda, then when I was looking at Helen Rosner's mm, piece, mm-hmm. Helen Rosner says, the common story of its name, that it refers to the beds of ice in which the lettuce was shipped in the 20s and 30s, is pure American horse shit. Oh. A myth likely originating with Bruce Church, a Depression-era farmer and formidable salesman who founded what is now Fresh Express. One of the country's largest lettuce distributors. Helen, am, Helen went down the iceberg. Yeah, she did. Hole. That yeah. piece is amazing. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so guys, I really all this to say, I don't, Who I don't knows? know yeah. where the name iceberg comes. No, nope, it's just another Bruce Church tall tale. <laughs> so many of those. Yeah. Anyway, so through the middle of the century, unless you were growing your own lettuce or eating in some fancy, fancy place, the lettuce you were probably eating was iceberg. Mm-hmm. Iceberg was lettuce, basically. I have a question that I don't know if we can answer this question. Is is iceberg or similar crisp head lettuce known in other countries? And if so... Yes, I can okay. answer that question for you, Matthew. <laughs> so iceberg it's is... in China, right? I think oh, so. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it has become... So it was originally like developed to be grown in like northern, mm. like cold climates. Mm-hmm. So um, so I think, I think the places outside the U.S. where it's most popular apparently are northern Europe. And uh, and it's slowly getting more popular in Western Europe, okay. but it certainly shows up all over the place, the <laughs> Middle East, Asia, all over. And for for a whole bunch of reasons, which I, I think we can probably deduce, but I, I was not able to pin them down exactly. Other lettuce varieties 
came to the fore sort of in, in the 70s mm-hmm. as probably as we were better able to ship things quickly across the country, yeah. as people became more like interested in nutrition mm-hmm. in their lettuces. I'm still very skeptical of why people <laughs> are interested in nutrition in lettuce. As people wanted more of their food to be speckled. Yes, as people wanted like names like speckled trout uh-huh. when they went to buy their lettuces. Uh-huh. And so, so now Iceberg is not like... 95% of the lettuce market, it's more like 60, 70%. Still but a still lot. a lot. Yeah. Still a lot. Yeah. There is, a, I can't remember it exactly, but there was like a great thing Nora Ephron wrote about like you can trace the history of the United States by what lettuce was available. Oh. Like went from iceberg to like, you know, mixed greens and mescaline mix to like, you know, arugula and yep. now like all the kind of you know, unbelievable varieties of mm-hmm. types of radicchio and like on and on. Yeah, I can't. It was much funnier than that because it was Nora <laughs> Ephron. But yeah, yeah I'm well, not doing her justice. It makes sense to me that it makes sense to me that um, I mean, I think about like mescaline greens and stuff like that, and I think of like Chez Panisse mm-hmm. and Alice Waters writing about like farmers showing up at the back door with like basketfuls <laughs> yep. of, of mescaline greens and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this uninvited. would have been uninvited. <laughs> those pesky farmers. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love uses millions of real women's measurements to design its bras with breast size and shape in mind, so they fit beautifully. They've got more than double the number of sizes of the typical bra maker. This is so cool. They've got cups ranging from A to H and bands that go up to 48. Yep. And they now have the cotton collection. So if you love the 24-7 t-shirt bra, which we know many of our listeners do, it's now available in the cotton 24-7 t-shirt bra. I I didn't know that. I'm I'm genuinely extremely excited about this. This is new information from me to you, Molly, and to our listeners. Wearing cotton underwear is important to me. Thanks, Third Love. Yep. You got it. And it's not, it's not, they have a whole cotton collection that's new. And they're all tagless, as Third Love bras always are. So that means no itching. The straps don't slip. It's lightweight. You should try it yourself. So yep. here's what you do. You go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to find your perfect fitting bra today and get 15% off your first purchase. Yep. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk for 15% off today. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Grove. Grove makes it easy to discover the best natural products to take care of your home and family, and they make sure you never run out of your favorites. Yeah, I'll say. So um, I got a box from Grove like a few weeks ago, and I'm still making my way through it. Me too. I cleaned my stove yesterday. It is gleaming. I used a uh, Method uh, non-toxic spray cleaner that they sent me. Very happy with that. I cleaned out like the gunk that kind of settles around like the bathroom bathroom sink drain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway, I used this wonderful um, method like antibacterial spray. It was awesome. Yep. They've got all the brands that you already enjoy, like Method, 7th Generation, Tom's, Real Simple, and they've got their own flagship Grove brand. Yep. They offer free shipping and free returns. And you can sign up for Grove Collaborative at grove.co slash spilled milk. And when you do, you'll get a $30 Mrs. Myers gift set for free with your order of $20 or more. Yep. If you're ever unhappy with anything, they will take it back. And you're going to get started once again by going to grove.co. That's not grove.com. Grove.co slash spilled milk. I want to talk about the flavor of iceberg, Mm -hmm. because when I was 
doing this extremely uh, rigorous iceberg <laughs> research, I saw that Smithsonian.com calls it, quote, the nation's blandest vegetable. That's so mean. Isn't that I know. so mean? It's really cruel. And then, of course, um, in lots of places, it's been sort of teasingly called the, the polyester of lettuces because it's cheap and ubiquitous. Um, I even went down, guys, I, I didn't include this in the agenda, but I went down the, this like etymological... thought you were going to say edamame. Edamame path. And apparently the polyester of lettuces, uh, that phrase came out of the John Waters movie, Polyester. Wow. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool, huh? So it was the movie named after the lettuce? I don't know because I've never seen that. I haven't movie. either. But anyway, so what do we think about this idea of like the blandest vegetable, the polyester of lettuces? I feel like it's mean. Not, yeah. not cool with I have that. nothing against iceberg or polyester, but yeah. I think that they're, um, to me, iceberg is about texture more than flavor. Mm-hmm. I feel like talking about the flavor of iceberg is um, hard because there's not too much to talk about. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's, I think that mean it's like still has other wonderful merits to it. It's mostly to me texture and that, yeah. um, what did you say? Watery crunch? Yes. Yeah. Um, when I was like a young food writer, low these many years ago. Matthew, I um, love that you have your elbow on a napkin full of crumbs. It's okay. It's so perfect. Go on. Go on. Um, that's where it's my source of power. Um, <laughs> when I was a young food writer, I read the book The Taste of America uh-huh. by John L. and Karen yeah. Hess, which uh, was like, it was written in the late 70s, I think. Um, and it was just early 80s, maybe an excoriation of like the state of food in America. And uh, essentially the thesis was that uh, uh, Julia Child, Craig Claiborne, and James Beard had ruined American food, and uh, they uh, they quoted James Beard on iceberg lettuce uh, as if as if this was uh, just uh, self evidently a stupid thing to say that he said that it had good texture and interesting flavor. I mean, I think that's I think the texture part at least is absolutely true. Yeah, and it's weird that it's weird that we would pick on something for having. Uh, for being just a textural yeah. element, as if there's something inherently wrong yeah. with that. I feel like, like, punch up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just mean. Yeah. I also think that kind of the the lower end of the flavor spectrum mm-hmm. it has means that iceberg can carry so many other flavors, Absolutely. which not every other ingredient can do. And, like, that's why I think it goes so well with blue cheese. Like, not many things can go well with blue cheese. It's also, I like cooking iceberg. Like, you can stir yeah. fry it, yes, and it's I delicious, gonna... and it can, like, garlic yep. and chili and ginger and all that. Like, it can carry all that because and it's stay, like this and vehicle. stay a little crispy yeah yeah i've never cooked iceberg yeah i i've stir fried it also mm-hmm. it's great it's awesome stir fried romaine yeah. is great too by the way it's kind of like i feel like a bit almost like in the sauteed cabbage mm-hmm. realm but yeah. it's faster because it's not as tough and i imagine that you could probably also also grill it the way you can grill mm-hmm. romaine i never I think that tried would be but probably delicious i bet it would work yeah i do feel like i mean i can very well imagine in, in my mind's mouth um <laughs> Like this the, is a thing Malik the, has said before. The flavor of That's a bumper sticker. The flavor of, of iceberg. Because I think it has um I think it's delicious. So I I think that a lot of that it would be fair to describe the flavor as somewhat neutral. Yeah. And certainly it's less flavorful than some of those like darker colored and more interesting lettuces, but I feel like it's got this like real sweetness mm-hmm. to it. Hold on, should, should we, we be tasting some? some? I'm I'm crunching some right now. Okay. Here. Ooh, whoops. <laughs> Would you like to taste sure. some iceberg? This plate Let's is see. so nice and cold. Do you want the crunchy bit here? There's a rib. I'm okay. Oh, you've got it. I'm okay. okay. What, did, what did you call it? The crunchums? I, I think this is delicious. I think that 
if we weren't comparing this to other lettuces, mm-hmm. and if this lettuce is sweet, it's I think mm-hmm. it's sweet. Yeah. I think it's really nice. Yeah, it's not arugula, but it never claimed to be. It no, ne- that was not trying to be arugula. All the people kind of being mean to iceberg. It's like iceberg never said it was anything. Yeah, what did yeah. iceberg ever do to you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. So, what do you guys do with iceberg? Do you and and I can't hear you. <laughs> turn up the volume in so Julia's crunchy. headphones. What do you guys do with iceberg? So, for me, like the first thing I think of is on a on an American style hard taco. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's absolutely essential there. Yeah, mm-hmm. with like seasoned ground beef, seasoned ground yeah. beef, mm-hmm. cheddar cheese. Some kind of taco sauce mm-hmm. or salsa iceberg mm-hmm. shredded. Mm-hmm. It's like the foil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Three things come to mind. Yeah. One is um, the stir fried iceberg, mm-hmm. just kind of garlic, chili, ginger. It's delicious. And now and again, I did a recipe for an iceberg wedge, which no one really needs another recipe for. But there was kind of a fun thing to it where I put like super quick pickled shallots on top. Mm. Yes. Which could be red onions or whatever, regular onions. And then the like super quick brine, which is like water and vinegar and like a little salt. You let the shallots sit in that so they get a little soft and like, you know, pickle pickle y. Yeah. <laughs> is that an adjective? Um, but then the brine that you made for that, you use that to mix with the blue cheese to make a dressing so you don't waste oh. the brine. So it's kind of like a nice like two for one type of thing. Mm-hmm. So and I just love that salad. May we post this recipe sure. on our website? Yeah. Spillmilkpodcast.com. Yeah, great. Okay. Fantastic. So I love that salad. And then the other thing that came to mind was my senior year of college, I lived with three really good friends and one made almost every day, Katie, she would make a egg sandwich that was like toast with mayonnaise. Sorry, I don't know if that offends you. Um, (laughs) And um, a fried egg and a big piece of iceberg and hot sauce. And would she do like a whole leaf or would she shred it? Like a whole leaf. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it was, I like... I forget about that sometimes and then I make it because it's like it's like the perfect egg sandwich because it's like creamy mayonnaise sorry like uh-huh. crisp iceberg and then the kind of runny egg the you know it's like uh-huh. cooling lettuce what kind, what kind spicy of hot like I think she would use like white bread uh-huh. I can't remember oh I think white bread. my gosh and, and what Cholula. kind of Cholula okay so it's not super spicy like kind of sweet hot sauce it's like so such a good, good sandwich and it was cheap you know we were in school mm-hmm. and like I mean none of us have any money now so it's like still really good <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's such a good sandwich and but it's I a mean, great some of us use are of professional iceberg. podcasters here I, I feel like like my namesake the the uh, the crisp head lettuce um, <laughs> I, I, I've been unfairly maligned here because like we did we did BLTs recently and we put mm. lots of mayo on those and I, and I ate them with gusto you did you well did. done and you spread the mayo from like edge to edge oh uh-huh. that's the you did a great yeah. job. Thanks. You did a great job. So I would eat that egg sandwich for yeah. sure. Okay. Matthew, did you cook stuff like that in college? I didn't really cook anything in college. Um, I just, you know, I had the unlimited meal plan mm. and I was not, I was not the kind of uh, rule breaker who would put a, put a uh, uh, microwave in my room. And so like I would, I would like snack on stuff in my room, but mm-hmm. I, I never did much cooking. My senior year, I lived in like an apartment on campus mm-hmm. with my best friend Keaton, and Keaton's like go-to meal was um, she would cook some Calrose rice and scoop out some avocado and put it on mm-hmm. there, and then crumble up seaweed on it, and then take whatever like leftover meat we had mm-hmm. that was like our, our her, like cheap food. I was a vegetarian at the time, and I I remember I used to buy blocks of tofu and. Um, 
like this like stubs like beef mm-hmm. marinade mm-hmm. like sure it, like in a, in a jar yep and i would like put the tofu like a slice of it like a slab of it in a skillet and pour a little bit of that marinade on top and the like beef marinade on the tofu yeah, uh-huh. but, yeah i mean there sure. wasn't beef in the marinade yeah. but it was designed for to got beef. it yeah. no, no, whatever you marinate in it turns turns into, into beef. Beef. <laughs> anyway and so i would i would sort of you know flip the tofu and cook it basically until the marinade had kind of like evaporated mm-hmm. and then i would make a sandwich with that and avocado and i don't remember what else but anyway, now I'm thinking like I feel like that it's was crying kind of, out for iceberg. Well, it was crying out for like an like a egg on top oh, okay. and like something like saucy and mm-hmm. then maybe a slice of iceberg because it was kind of like a smushy sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. you need that texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it in Helen Rosner's mm-hmm. piece that she pickles iceberg. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever tried that? I have not. I that was the first time I had heard of that. But Sounds good. Yeah, crunchy. It like takes to flavor. Why not? You you have mentioned to me that uh, when you gave me your enchiladas recipe, you mentioned that I should absolutely not make these enchiladas unless I had a, had a had a head of iceberg in the house so that I could yeah. shred it and put it on top of the enchiladas. So yeah, one of one of my favorite family's favorite dinners is uh, like red sauce enchiladas, uh-huh. and I think like shredded iceberg on top delicious so important yeah we haven't talked about the shredded because that yeah. reminds me of like like blimpy and stuff oh like, yeah that's a whole other i've never gone to blimpy <gasps> never never I, I, when I, I was a kid we would like get sandwiches i, I didn't grow there up. used to be all you need to know is they finally shredded yes are, it's are still these burgers I feel bad. Were no, they no. It's, like subway sandwiches. it's like subway yeah okay. there used to be one on the av but i think it closed like 15 years ago okay the av is like there are university district mm. main street in seattle when i was growing up we had like subway and quiznos mm-hmm. i would go to quiznos and i do think they had they toasted, shredded right? they yeah. toasted yeah. the bread yeah, yeah, and the bread was kind of like it had like some oil in it or something. Uh, it was kind of like a rich kind of oily bread, and it was really good. I feel like um, this this has nothing to do with iceberg, but like I used to I used to like going to Quiznos. Also, I like a toasted sandwich, um, and I feel like Quiznos was like a real thing for a little while, and then Subway was like, "Hey, we could toast yeah. our sandwiches also," okay. and then they started doing that, and Quiznos immediately died. Poor Quiznos. Yeah, I know. I feel bad about it. But the super shredded iceberg, like Blimpies with slice it maybe they used a meat slicer or something like I it was really it was like i was gonna was, say maybe yeah. they used a mandolin but i'm gonna guess not <laughs> um but that it's a whole different type of texture yeah like the iceberg wedge is kind of like you cut into it it's like a certain thing you know chopped up is one thing but that really finely sliced sh- shredded like on a sandwich it's like mm-hmm. it's almost kind of i feel like like sprouts on a sandwich yes like i knew you were gonna could, say yeah. that yeah oh. <laughs> we win when, when i was when i was growing up like my standard uh bring to bring to school lunch uh-huh. uh was was a peanut butter and sprouts peanut butter sprout and sprouts. what yes wow never heard that wow yeah that was before we knew how dangerous sprouts were <laughs> yeah i don't like sprouts i that's one thing i don't like i like bean sprouts yeah, i definitely yeah, haven't yeah. had alfalfa sprouts yeah in a i'm long thinking time. alfalfa yeah. like on a sandwich yeah, Not, I, but, yeah i picture alfalfa sprouts yeah I think I definitely like I choke. I yeah. I remember. So I've talked before on the show about this health food store. Mm-hmm. What, back when we used to have things called like health yep. food stores. Yep. Sure. Um, that was right by my elementary school, and it was called the Earth. 
<laughs> and sometimes <laughs> sometimes we would stop there after school and my mom would buy me a carob brownie oh, and no. some like crystal Living geyser large. sparkling water. Yeah. Woo! But anyway, I remember occasionally getting like a cheese sandwich there that would come with alfalfa sprouts and I actually liked them. It's like a California know, sandwich, right? It's like yes, cheddar exactly. avocado sprouts. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely I shredded carrot. Yeah. I didn't dread the peanut butter and sprout sandwich. I ate I just it happily. I've never heard of that. I I haven't had one I since I was like 11. Wow, Matthew, I cannot picture you eating this. Crunchy peanut butter? Smooth? I think smooth. Yeah. Huh. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Coming up soon on this Build Milk episode. Yeah, we, we should do a Sprouts episode. Uh, yeah, let's do. Let's let's live on the edge. Okay. Um, okay. How about burgers? Uh-huh. Like, do you do you like iceberg on a burger? And if so, yeah. do you want it shredded or mm. like a sli- like a whole leaf? I like iceberg on a burger. I do. I think um, sometimes I feel like a burger doesn't need lettuce. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like a, I like cheese. I like onion. I like pickles. And because all those things have like so much flavor. Mm -hmm. I feel like iceberg. You know what I do sometimes? I mean, I feel like this might sound a little bit lame, but sometimes if I don't eat a bun, I'll use iceberg. But I have a good reason for that because my wife lives with type 1 diabetes. So we kind of like are very aware of carbohydrate intake and stuff. You don't have to apologize. Yeah. So, but I like it. What is that? That's animal style, right? From Yeah. 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 I like the iceberg protein style. Protein style. Yeah. The, Animal, oh, ooh. Wait, what's, wait, what's <laughs> Animal? Just stepped well, into was, something. Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to be that confrontational. Um, I'm blushing. Oh, but I like iceberg as a as a as a bun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah absolutely. It never. It never will. Yeah. It, it, it can never hold quits. Up to, yeah. It never quits. Yeah. You can trust it. Yeah. I really love the flavor of iceberg with like with meat Mm, like there's something mm -hmm. about i don't know i really love the flavor i am at essex we do shredded iceberg Mm. on on our burgers and yeah i really love it and i don't even mind when it gets weird and Mm -hmm. slippery and soggy Mm -hmm. yep there's no other lettuce i would say that about because you know like at the airport if you buy a sandwich and has like greens on it and they're so like who knows how long that's been there and they get so weird and slippery and soggy Mm -hmm. that's like the perfect description for it but iceberg just doesn't it's okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no they should they should that should be their slogan the lettuce the lettuce that won't quit yeah Mm -hmm. i like that iceberg whatever happens it's okay it is good with um sometimes grace my wife isn't a big red meat eater so if there's a night when if she's like traveling or something and i'm home alone sometimes i will do I will grill myself a tiny steak, uh-huh. <laughs> like a little yeah. one, and then I'll like chop up iceberg and kind of put oil and vinegar or like even like lemon and I like slice the steak like while it's hot and put it on and then the kind oh, of juice the and stuff. Because iceberg with meat, like you're saying, is really good. Uh-huh. Oh, and, that like, sounds fantastic. Like a lot of salt, sometimes blue cheese. Yes. Like she doesn't love blue cheese. She doesn't love steak. So I'm like, I'm just going to have all of it. So you're, doing, you're kind of doing like a, like a mini Gus's house salad. Yeah, yeah. With a yeah, steak with on the top. Steak. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, years and years ago, I think our first year of the show, we did an episode called Spouseless Eating, which is like, <laughs> what what do we eat when our partner yeah. isn't around? Oh. We should we should revisit yeah. that. We should. I feel like my, yeah, it's totally shifted for me now. Yeah, I live with more. Uh, so June and Ash are both like more meat eaters mm-hmm. than I am. I feel like I could really happily eat like. Yeah, I don't think you even had a child yet when we yeah, did that episode. Yeah, I don't episode. think I even yeah. had a child. My my life was so different. Yeah, it would be, we should redo it. Okay, okay, spouseless eating part two and and sprouts. Oh, okay, woo, coming it's up, be a party <laughs> on the next episode. This episode was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love is passionate about the perfect fit, and they think it's time for your bra to fit you, not the other way around. Yeah. 
These bras were designed by people with breasts, for people with breasts. So you're going to love the way they feel and the way they fit. So get 15% off your first purchase by going to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk today. All right. Okay. Is there anything that we have not mentioned about iceberg, about iceberg. that you want to be okay. sure to say? Oh, do you know what's fun to get the core out? Do you do this? Do you slam it on the counter? No. <laughs> okay. So if you take your head of iceberg with the core down, yeah. okay. almost like it was like cauliflower. Okay. And you just give it a whack like okay. on your counter. Okay. Um, I'm like showing you, but they can't Very see sure. that. But you can imagine that. Yeah. You just yeah, whack yeah. it down. Um, basically, it kind of loosens the core and you can just kind of twist it off i had no idea so you don't idea. have to slice into it i mean but then you usually end up slicing into <laughs> right. it but especially if you want to do <laughs> but like if a, you're gonna eat it whole yeah exactly like my father-in-law or if you're gonna do like a lettuce cup type of thing yeah um it's it's handy for that. and it's very satisfying because you get to just like smash oh, I, it another cool. yeah it's like okay. a like a whap yeah mm-hmm. do you where can we get another one <laughs> well, any, oh, any grocery store i did have a like do do we know is there such a thing as like small farm iceberg or is it only a industrial I've product. I've seen it near where I live. I don't okay. know if you guys have it. So I, 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 I am a visitor to your fine your fine city. Mm-hmm. Um, but I live a couple hours north of New York City, like in the Hudson Valley, okay. which is like farm country. Um, and we sometimes find iceberg at Excellent. the farmer's market. And we have um, like one uh, friend who's a farmer and they do a lot of like greens and stuff and they'll have it sometimes. But it is that whenever they have it, I'm like, oh, this is a seasonal, it's a vegetable. Yeah. Like I don't think of iceberg as a seasonal thing. It's like mm-hmm. always there mm-hmm. because it's so... What did you say? The lettuce that won't quit. Yeah, it's the lettuce that won't quit. Yeah, but it's like an actual thing. People grow. Yeah, yeah. In in the real world, sometimes mm-hmm. it quits. And it's kind of cool at the farmers market because they're not always so perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, when you yeah. buy at the grocery store, it's like like perfect. It's like buying it's like, like a bowling basketballs. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the one at the farmers market, can, they can get like a little funky and like just in the shape and like when you slice it, there's like like cool swirl. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, exactly. The yes, yes, yes. Yeah. If you were going to use a head of iceberg as a bowling ball, what vegetable <laughs> would be the pin? Oh, I'm thinking maybe like, like lengths of daikon. Oh, I don't know. It would lengths it'd of have daikon to be would, something. They would actually stand yeah, up. Yeah, but it right. would have to be something light enough that the iceberg would That's knock true. it over. Yeah. I wonder if um, listeners facebook.com slash build not podcast. <laughs> what vegetable do you think makes a good I'm, bowling pin? I'm picturing not as um, a vegetable, but like just a line of like birthday candles. Yeah. <laughs> and then you roll the lettuce. And maybe the, the watery crunch of the iceberg would extinguish oh, them oh, they're as well. Lit. Oh, I didn't they're even lit. think of them on fire. Yeah. Oh my God. I like to keep things exciting <laughs> okay. at the bowling alley. All right. So uh, next episode, we are playing with fire. Ooh. By which I mean we're eating sprouts. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. You can find us uh, at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast where, well, we want to know uh, about vegetables that you like to bowl with. Mm-hmm. Or put in a bowl. Or put in a bowl. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We want to know. Your we bowling call, call, alley could be call, the salad yeah. bowl. Exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. What else do we want to know, Matthew? Um, well, like, what, what do you like to do with iceberg that we didn't mention, certainly? Mm-hmm. I want to know if you've ever cut into a head of iceberg and in the labyrinth you found Jennifer Connolly running around looking for her baby brother. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have. <laughs> I have one more iceberg thought. Okay. I, okay. When you said that, which is I once saw it was like turned upside down and part of the iceberg was scooped out. It was like on a crudite thing and it was a, a bowl for dip. 
Oh, classic. Yeah. So it's so, like it's I'm like the that out there. the vegetal bread bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, All right. That's cool. The, the that's my last bread bowl. My last iceberg spot. <laughs> um, also, so spilledmilkpodcast.com. We will post a link to that Helen Rosner article mm-hmm. about how iceberg is the best lettuce. Uh, we will post uh, Julia's recipe yep. for yep. Uh, wedge salad and a link to uh, buy her book mm-hmm. now and again. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, let's see. You can find us on any podcasting platform where you've probably already found us. Uh, that means <laughs> iTunes, uh, your native podcast app on your phone, CastBox, uh, Stitcher, uh, Matthew, help me. <laughs> I, I'm one of your favorite podcasting yes, platforms. Thank it's you. called Matthew, help me. <laughs> okay. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that really will not quit. I mean, <laughs> yes. I've, I've almost been doing this for a decade. I know. that You've tried to make us quit so many times. So many times. It's just not happening. I'm Molly Weisenberg. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Oh, I'm Julian Tertian. <laughs> There's this car outside really whose engine humming. is rumbling. Yeah. Somebody's feeling really proud of their new muffler mufflerless situation. <laughs> and I think the only time I ever really... Oh, no. We are just so <laughs> special this morning. Was that your How do I imagine we usually do this like alone? <laughs> <laughs> Without a guest. Right. Thank you for welcoming me. Uh-huh. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.